The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about connecting your content and your linking strategies. Joining us is Farzad Rashidi, who is the lead innovator and co-founder at Respana, which is an all-in-one link building and digital PR software. And today, Farzad and I are going to discuss finding keyword opportunities. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Farzad Rashidi, the lead innovator and co-founder at Respana. Farzad, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me on the show, Benjamin. Very excited. Excited to chat with you a little bit about link building, a little bit about basically making the connection between your links and your content. Um, Let's start off by setting the table, you know, tell the Voices of Search community a little bit about you and your background. Absolutely. So I started my career in marketing at a company called Visme back in the day when it was a tiny startup. Have you heard of Visme before, Benjamin? I am not familiar with Visme. Not familiar. Okay. No hard feelings there. Have you heard of tools like Canva or Prezi? I have heard of Canva and I know people at Prezi. Yeah, I've, I've heard of those two. Perfect. Great companies, somewhat of a competitor to us. We mainly focus on the B2B side of things. Canva is more of a household name, focused predominantly on B2C. 
But as far as my career goes, when we started the company back in 2013, so Pay is my co-founder here at Respondo, is actually the founder of the company. We had a bunch of engineers and we built a really good product. And for folks who don't know what Visme is, is a all-in-one uh, content creation platform. So creating sort of visual reports, presentations, infographics, etc. And back in the day, we had to sit down and figure out what were the marketing strat or marketing channels that we could acquire customers at a reasonable cost because we were a bootstrap company. So we didn't have the hundreds of millions of dollars that some of our competitors had to pour it all into paid advertising. So what's that like? <laughs> exactly. So obviously, we knew from day one kind of that SEO was going to be the the, uh, the go to marketing channel for us and. So what we started to do was to basically start obviously uh, doing some keyword research, putting together some content, build some landing pages. And guess what happened, Benjamin? You had incredible success with SEO and the company was acquired for millions and millions of dollars. And now you're working for the fun of it. <laughs> I wish that were the case. No, I was hoping. I was thinking I was rooting for you. That's, that's fair. I appreciate that. But no, but what happened in real life was that it was crickets. It was absolutely no one coming to our website. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's fair. But what we soon f- figured out was that the, the main, basically what, what really took off for us was in terms of allo- the way we were allocating our resources. So we started figuring out, okay, how does this Google engine works? Because even if you're producing content that's in the top 1%, for our search queries, we were basically still in the hundreds of millions of search results. The way we found out basically that how we could kind of stand out from the rest of the content pieces that were out there was to start allocating more resources towards promotion, link building. And that sort of uh, led to the creation of Respondent. Now, Visme has, to this day, 2.5 million monthly organic traffic. We're in DR84, according to Ahrefs, one of the top 5,000 websites in the world. So that journey was quite something to figure out exactly what was the blueprint that we could easily replicate and scale. And the result of it was responding. All right. So there's a couple of takeaways from your story here. First and foremost, content alone does not an SEO make, right? You need to not only build your content, be able to build a site that's technically feasible and viable, make sure that Google's getting all the signals it needs. But you also need a reputation. And so content syndication is obviously an important part of this. And that leads to links, which gives your reputation a boost. Talk to me a little bit about what you're doing at Respana. You're a link building and digital PR software. So not just a link building agency. What are you doing to help people find the right keywords to focus on not only the topic, but then also helping them get the word out? For sure. So we don't actually touch on-paid stuff uh, at Respondent. We let Ahrefs and SEMrush handle that part. But what Respondent is predominantly focused on is the off-page side of things, where now that you have a website that is optimized for on-page basically metrics. So let's say it's responsive, mobile-friendly, you have done your keyword research, and and you... You got your foundation all set up. Got everything set up and done right. And now it's ready for you to get out there and start actually earning some quality backlinks to your website. And what Respondent does is basically putting together the whole process of you finding relevant websites to reach out to, finding the right person at those websites, getting their direct verified content information, and also reaching out to them with a personalized pitch that doesn't sound like a cookie-cutter, templatey, spammy email that you get every day from a lot of link builders. 
that basically would ideally result in mutually beneficial collaborations and helps you basically tie the process together. So it basically automates a lot of the mundane, dirty tasks so that I focus more on personalization and strategy. So walk me through your area of focus. I think that with each site, one of the biggest challenges figuring out not only what they want to write, but what content is going to be relevant from search volume, where there's Mm -hmm. opportunity. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. How do you figure out where the opportunity keywords live? That's a great question, Benjamin, because that's normally step one. So before even link building and promotion becomes relevant, you need to make sure that you have the on-page set of things right. I always say uh, building a website is kind of like building a house. You've got to have a good foundation first before you start building on top of it. So as far as the opportunity keywords go, what we were doing at VizMe was to start figuring out how we're going to prioritize. Because if you go and look up any sort of parent keyword through Ahrefs or SEMrush, they're going to give you a gazillion search suggestions. So for us, our parent keywords were presentation, infographics, right, reports. And when you go and actually look up, for example, search recommendations for presentations, there is, gosh, hundreds of thousands of them. And what a lot of us had, what we were thinking about doing at the beginning was to, okay, let's just go after a lot of the high volume queue, right? That's not only the first logical next step. But what we found was that it actually gets a little more complicated than that. Because if you're a small company with limited resources like we are, then you're going to have to put your resources in places where it's going to have the highest impact on your business. So what we started to do was to break down that basically that or the way we were basically prioritizing these keywords was based on a little formula we put together. So the way we were basically going about this was to first start identifying keywords that had the highest amount of volume but at the same time had the lowest amount of competition, but at the same time had the highest amount of commercial intent. That's always the challenge, right? Whenever you're on the SEMrushes and Ahrefs of the world, it's I understand that my head term, you know, I run the MarTech podcast, the term MarTech has the most traffic that's relevant to my brand, but it's also competitive. So I'm not going to just focus on that. So there's the balance of competition, there's the balance of volume, and you said commercial intent, somebody looking for MarTech 
might be interested in the MarTech podcast, but they might also just be looking for MarTech tools, which we are not. So walk me through the balancing of those three variables. Sure thing. So what we basically were doing was to first extract the data from these tools. So HRS and SEMrush are very good at providing you with raw information. But that doesn't help you with actually putting together a content plan and actually executing a lot of those strategies. So what we were doing was to take the number of clicks or the number of volume. Now, Ahrefs introduced a new metric called traffic potential, which is basically the traffic, the organic traffic of the top first search result for that target keyword, which now has replaced it and the number of clicks that we'll be using. But that's a very good indication of volume. How many people are actually searching for this term? Anybody care or not? <laughs> so that obviously is one of the most important factors. But at the same time, we wanted to take a look at the competition. Because as you said, for example, the term MarTech might get a ton of traffic, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily feasible for a website to start getting rankings. So we had a rule of thumb. We were like, okay, based on where we are in terms of our domain rating or domain authority, whatever metric that you guys are using, we, as a rule of thumb, again, there is no scientific theory behind this, but we were not, we we're excluding keywords that had the highest keyword difficulty than our domain rating. So let's say if you have a domain rating of 70, you want to put 70 as the max keyword difficulty you want to go after. And as your website becomes more authoritative, then you get to you know, go after some of the more competitive keywords. Now, what we would then do is to basically plug that keyword difficulty into the formula, but obviously in reverse. So one over keyword difficulty, because obviously you want to prioritize keywords that get the least amount of competition, right? So, so far we've got number of clicks, multiplied by one over keyword difficulty, multiplied by, now the third basically pillar was commercial intent. So that was sort of a tricky thing because we were like, okay, how do we define how valuable these keywords are, keywords are to our business? Because obviously there's, you know, not all keywords are created, created equal. For example, for respond, if someone is looking at what are backlinks, it's a much lower, you know, value for us than somebody who's looking at link buildings tools or link building software. They're a lot closer to the bottom of the funnel. So in order to plug that in, what we the, uh, the metric we settled on was the CPC of that keyword. Reason why is that advertisers like to make money. So if they're willing to pay for that keyword, it's an indication to us that there is some commercial intent behind that keyword. So the formula we put together, I call it the Farzad score. And then uh, our team said, hey, that's a little too tacky. So we settled on the opportunity score. <laughs> so relative metric doesn't mean anything on its own. Can it be Farzad's opportunity score? Shouldn't you get some credit here? You know what? I'd love that, Benjamin. I'm going to pitch it back to the team with that. That's I'm gonna what I'm going to call it. There we go. Perfect. Farzad's opportunity score. Let's get that going. <laughs> was basically is a very simple formula. You plug in the number of clicks, multiply by one over keyword difficulty, multiply by one plus CPC, which is one plus the keyword uh, cost per click of that keyword. And you're, you're filtering based on the keyword difficulty. It has to be a keyword difficulty equal or lesser than your domain rank. Precisely. And that's it. You plug that in in a little spreadsheet and you sort of descending. Now you want to normally, we, the way we compare keywords based on their parent keywords. So for example, for presentations, we compare them together and we compare, for example, infographic-related keywords separately. So per each parent uh, or for each silo, basically, that's how we go and, and compare these keywords together relative to each other. And once you start descending, that gives you a really good blueprint 
on following what keywords to pursue first. Now, Farzad, I have to ask you, why are you giving us the secret sauce here? You're giving us the Farzad opportunity score here <laughs> to figure out how to prioritize our keywords. And this is a service that Respana provides. So talk to me a little bit about what are some of the other things that you do other than helping people understand what the keywords are and serving as a great podcast guest? Sure thing. Yeah, so absolutely. So Respond actually does a touch that side on page. Uh, thanks, Benjamin. That's something that users can do with a free tool like Google Sheets. You don't necessarily need a fancy software that lets you do these. You can just export these metrics out of Ahrefs or SEMrush. And that normally is going to help your content team be better able to prioritize some of these keywords. And doesn't require any fancy tools, respond included, right? The reason why I'm sharing these is because I feel like a lot of people waste a ton of money on these keywords that may not necessarily move the needle for their business. And as soon as businesses start getting actual ROI from their SEO, now guess what they're going to do? They're going to double down on their investment. And when they need to do that, guess what they're going to need to get their content ranked? Backlinks. And guess what tool they're going to use in order to help get gain backlinks? That's responding. So hopefully helping businesses is going to indirectly help us as well. All right. So I guess the the pitch here is that finding the opportunity keywords is one thing. Creating the content is another. Like we said before, you need to be able to generate the targeted backlinks to be able to make sure that that content is actually visible and builds your reputation. And that's what we're going to talk about in tomorrow's episode. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Farzad Rashidi, the lead innovator and co-founder at Respana for joining us. Join us again tomorrow when Farzad and I continue our conversation talking about generating targeted backlinks. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Farzad, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is the underscore Farzad. That's T-H-E underscore F-A-R-Z-A-D. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Respona.com, R-E-S-P-O-N-A.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content, content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.